0: This is who I am, I've been born again, the cross is my defense, my hope secure, now my life is in your hand, on your every word I stand, Lord I'm fighting who I am. know who I am in Christ. I'm a citizen of heaven, I'm righteous and I'm more than a conqueror. I could go on and on because my identity is in Christ. And because I have my identity in Him, I know there are also many things which I possess. Second Timothy 1:7 tells me, I have power, love, and self-discipline. It says, "For God has not given you a spirit of timidity, but of power and love and discipline. I love this verse and I'm excited about digging into it this week with you. I think I first became aware of it when I began teaching in a Christian school and we used to sing a song in our chapel services based on its words. The song went like this, God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given unto us a spirit of power, a spirit of love and a sound mind. He has given unto us a spirit of power, a spirit of love and a sound mind. At that time those words were so good for me to sing because I was in a season where I had lots of reasons to be afraid. I was new at my teaching position and I really didn't know what I was doing and we had tons of stuff going on at home that could easily produce fear. When I first heard the song I was drawn to look up the verse and the word and and here I found this great truth. I discovered that I didn't have to be afraid because God's spirit that lived within me wasn't about fear at all. But even so, fear seemed to lurk at every turn. I was in a season of fighting fear. And so every time when we sang the song, I was reminded of the truth. I loved how the song repeated that phrase, God has not given us a spirit of fear. It would say that over and over again at the beginning, God has not given us a spirit of fear. See, I needed to hear that again and again and again. And maybe today, you do too. Those words are exactly how our verse this week begins. God has not given us a spirit of timidity or of fear. Let's think about it. When we're born again, God's spirit comes to life within us. He's reborn in us. Well, since the spirit of God is now living within us, it's important to get to know him for who he is. We certainly don't want to misrepresent Him. Has that ever happened to you? Has ever anyone ever thought or said something about you that just isn't true? Words like that are challenging to us, and, and we'll quickly come to our own self-defense, won't we? We'll respond saying, I'm not like that. Well, I think God is correcting how we often misrepresent Him too when Paul writes here. God has not given us a spirit of timidity or fear. He's telling us, look, My spirit within you, the one I gave you, he's not a spirit of fear. If you're struggling with fear, don't assign it to me. Paul's actually writing the words in our verse to Timothy. Timothy was a young evangelist. And as Timothy is stepping out to do the work of ministry, Paul is encouraging him to guard the way he thinks and to take hold of what the spirit has really deposited inside of him. Paul's first aim is to make sure that Timothy knows that fear is far away from God's plan. Some versions use the word timidity, but fear is really a synonym of timidity. The original Greek word carries the idea of being a coward. Well, we need to make sure we understand that Paul's words to Timothy are directly in relation to how Timothy will handle the gospel. Paul knows from experience that Timothy cannot be cowardly when sharing the gospel. That just doesn't work. Understanding that, I think we need to make sure we look at this verse in context as we personally consider it too for ourselves. It is most purely related to how we share the Gospel. God's Spirit within us is not afraid to speak truth and to share the Gospel, so we shouldn't be afraid of that either. In fact, we've been given power and love and a sound mind to minister whatever God leads us to minister. We'll talk about those three things in a moment, as that's the heart of why we're memorizing this verse this week anyway. But first, I want to mention that even though this verse is related to sharing the gospel, I believe we can extend this truth beyond that as well. Because God's Spirit is simply just not fearful, no matter what, ever. So whenever we are experiencing fear that holds us back from doing anything that God is asking us to do or desires for us to do, we can know that we have a spirit within us who cannot be described in fear. So, if the spirit of God who lives within us is not one of fear, well, who is he? Well, for one, he's God. So, we're never going to fully understand him until we see him face to face. And I personally don't believe this little verse says all there is to say about him. But it does tell us three very important things. It tells us we've been given a spirit of love, a spirit of power, and a spirit of self discipline. And that's where we really want to focus because this verse reveals another part of the riches of God's grace that we've been given in God's spirit. We've been given power, love, and discipline. So let's talk about power. Let's start there. Power. The spirit who lives within us is definitely a spirit of power. He is the power that created the universe, that spoke light and galaxies, and land, and oceans, and all that we see into being. By his word, he spoke that into being. Well, this same spirit lives in us. He is the spirit who parted the Red Sea and allowed the Israelites to walk right through it. He is the spirit who empowered mighty men of God to slay giants and lions and rulers. He is the spirit that healed lepers and calmed storms. He is the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. He is the spirit who lives in me. He is the Spirit who lives in you. None can match His power. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power. Well, let's talk about love. The Spirit who lives within us is definitely a spirit of love. His is the love that reached out and clothed Adam and Eve in garments when their sin exposed their nakedness. His is the love that saved Noah and his family when the rest of the world reveled in wickedness. His is the love that rescued his children from Egypt and fed them in the wilderness and delivered them to the promised land. His is the love that continued to reach out to his children when they rejected him over and over again. His is the love that prophesied to us a robe of righteousness when we were in filthy rags. His is a love that offers to rescue us from the pit. His is a love that took on flesh and came and dwelt among us. His is a love that reached out to sinners caught in greed, adultery, deception, selfishness, and all manner of sin. His is a love that took on our sin and died for it. His is a love greater than any we will ever know. God's word says greater love has no man than he lay down his life for his friends. This love lives in me. This love lives in you. None can match his love. For God has not given you a spirit of timidity or fear, but of power and of love. Well, let's talk about discipline. It's fun to talk about power. We all want power. And it's inspiring to talk about love. We, We all want love. It inspires us. But what about discipline? Well, that's a word that we often run from. But God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and discipline. See, we may not like to talk about discipline or embrace discipline, but the Spirit who lives within us is one of discipline also. Some synonyms for the word discipline are restraint, order, obedience. When we think of the Spirit in this way, it makes me think of the unparalleled power which the Spirit possessed, but how He moved about the earth in restraint and order unto the plan of God. Always, this is His way. Think of this. Instead of taking the serpent out when he tempted Eve in the garden, and he could have done that, instead the Spirit allowed Adam and Eve to make their own choice as God intended. He ordered himself into the plan of God. Instead of wiping out Pharaoh when he first defied God, the very first time that Moses approached him, no, the Spirit waited for the plan of God to be played out. So the glory of God could be revealed again and again in amazing and and just amazing, powerful ways. It also makes me think of the depth of his, His love that wanted to reach out and save us from day one at the fall. And yet He waited and restrained this love unto the order of God's plan. As the Bible says, when the fullness of time came, God sent forth His Son. And in the same way, He gives us the discipline, the self-discipline to walk out our lives with order, restraint, and obedience unto God's plan in every scenario that we come up in our lives. We don't have to follow our impulses. We don't have to follow our own desires. Instead, we can yield all that we have to the Lord and to His plan. The Spirit lives in us. And He can produce discipline in us. Power, love, discipline. Three amazing gifts deposited within us in the Holy Spirit. In Christ, we possess them. Amazing. Simply amazing. This is who I am. I've been born again. The cross is my defense, my hope secure. Now my life is in your hand. On your every word I stand. Lord, I'm fighting who I am.